Uh, welcome back, Hot TV. Welcome back. We had some technical difficulties. This is why the episode is being redone. It got uploaded, but for some reason, the sound was not appropriate. Anyway, hopefully this episode is just as good. Stay tuned. We have a lot for you guys. Hey, folks, we're going to talk about, first of all, infused pizza. That sounds amazing, delicious, and is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle dream. And we're also going to talk about... The $1.23 billion that was invested in the cannabis industry in just five weeks. All right, we're going to start with the pizza, right? Everybody out, everybody loves pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? I mean, it's kind of crazy, right? A little backstory. A couple of years ago, the U.S. government has declared pizza as a vegetable, only in the United States. This is something that should be on weird news. I swear, it's crazy. Pizza is a vegetable. Anyway, with that being said, the Boston Magazine reports that a marijuana dispensary wanted to set themselves apart. They wanted to be unique, right? You walk into a dispensary, it kind of looks run-of-the-mill. It looks all the same. It's almost like walking to a jewelry store, but it just has cannabis behind. You know, it's... It, most dispensaries are probably old jewelry stores, to be honest with you, when I kind of look at them. Glass case, the products are behind the glass, and the guys are behind the glass trying to sell you what's there, Right? kind of yeah whatever anyway so the point is they wanted to set themselves set themselves apart by selling pizza now they've not decided to you know go full-on italian bakery and make some pizza and some cannolis and the whole nine you know what i mean they're going not going for the real pizza <laughs> sorry for my italians out there i watched some good fellas the other day and i feel entitled to try that little accent robert de niro anyway my point is my point is uh they they're making a six inch pizza right 150 plus milligrams first of all ridiculous they should be arrested for this now i'm joking but the point is if you ever had a cookie that was over 100 milligrams you know my pain and you know why i'm so excited and concerned at the same time i mean first of all who makes a cookie that's over 100 milligrams of tac and expects you to just eat a corner like you're not going to eat a corner you're not going to get high from that corner Forget they, they, the direction said eat a corner and get the munchies and eat the whole thing. And now you end up floating in a space-time continuum. I mean, <laughs> my, my friend, uh, Elemy, Elemy, Emily M. called in and gave me a story. I'm going to publish it after this episode about her experience eating a <laughs> cookie or brownie that kind of got her high as hell. Anyway, that's going to be an anchor exclusive continuing on. So first of all, it's a six inch pizza. It's 150 milligram THC. And get this, it is $40. Now I understand that I'm all for dispensaries setting themselves apart and providing an option for individuals who want to medicate but not want to use vapes or smoking or any other form that they're not comfortable with, but they're comfortable with pizza. It's like, come on, really? First of all, this is a frozen pizza. So they make the pizza right off 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 site which is not in the dispensary excuse me sorry and they freeze it and you sell it frozen so almost like you walk to aldi or costco or bj's and they have those frozen pizzas that you pop in the oven and you're done everybody knows that is a bad idea first of all you're gonna pay forty dollars for a pizza that comes out the oven that the directions might say keep in oven for 10 minutes I swear to God, you go in there 10 minutes, one second, and it is a black Frisbee. I mean, you look at it in disappointment, 
your stomach is growling, you're just sad. You know, like you take it out the oven, you put it there and you almost look if it's salvageable, but it's really not salvageable. It is it is burnt, it is black, it is unedible. So I don't know about this one, folks. $40 for a frozen pizza that you have to heat up in the oven that guaranteed if you went to dispensary, took a trip, right? And decided, hey, I'm going to buy some flowers, maybe a, a vape pen, and I'm going to get this pizza too for a little later. You're going to put the pizza in the oven, smoke the vape pen, get high, forget it's in there, come back to your house burning down, you know, <laughs> fire the fire, the fire department is like, what happened? Like, I was just trying to medicate. You know, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm being too negative about it, but I think it's a great start. Only issue is the price is $40. Uh, it's only available to medical marijuana patients. And it's frozen pizza. I don't know. I, I can't wait for them to get the social use measure passed in October. Fingers crossed. And they'll be able to have restaurants who are good at making foods, not frozen pizzas. But real pizza is not I mean. Spicy meatball. And actually tastes great. So we'll 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 keep you guys posted on Massachusetts and the social use laws. And I don't know, we can't salute this pizza down here. We're gonna have to pass on it. No puff over here. Pass on the pizza. Anyway, good job for trying to be original, but method I do not agree with. Continuing on, we're gonna talk about how Canada is leaps and bounds above the US when it comes to investments in the cannabis industry. In just five weeks, folks, Canada has raised or Canadian companies have gotten investments that toppled over $1 billion. Yes, $1 billion with a B. It's great. I mean, it's monstrous. It's colossal. It's ridiculous how much investment is going in here. Now you're asking, what does that mean, right? That's the facts. That's how much they gotten. I mean, let, me get, let me actually get the numbers for you guys and then go into my opinion. So the numbers are <clears throat> the largest investments were made in cultivation and retail at about $700 million, followed by investment firms about $320 million and real estate finalizing at about $90 million. The investments have largely been driven by Canadian companies as the nation moves toward federal cannabis legalization. You can find all of this on our Instagram at Hemp International. Continue. What does this mean, folks? High TV, high nation. I think it means that being that Canada's Canada, that Canada is going to legalize cannabis this summer fully. I mean, it's not going to be like the states where it's legal here and it might be legal here, but it's not legal here. Like this hopscotch game of legalization on a map doesn't exist in Canada, right? It's full on country. They're already comfortable with weed. We all heard of British Columbia, how good their bud is and how classical their bud is. BC bud. Right. I mean, I've seen festivals in Canada where people smoke weed in front of the cops and the cops actually give them donuts. It's amazing, folks. Canada is a different place. You get free health care. Everyone's nice. You know, maple syrup in every glass. It's a beautiful place. Just a little too chilly for me. However, it's a different mindset. And them as business individuals are saying we can invest in this company and not have to worry. We can put our money in and have a good chance of it doubling because we know that this company in Canada might be able to serve not only the Canadian uh, businesses in the cannabis industry, but also the American ones. And what I think is happening here, folks, this is a little, this is a deep dive. I think Forbes, Wall Street Journal, and Bloomberg readers and followers, everyone in the financial space who are also venture capitalists and investors 
are watching very, very closely. This number gets out, all of them gets a notification on their phone on their RSS feed, right? Because chances are, if you're in, if you're a young investor, right, or even if you're old, you're going to be very interested in cannabis because you see the potential for a cash crop. And they're watching to see if it's successful, right? America's also watching to see how it goes in Canada. We all seen how it goes on a state level, but this is different. This is a federal legalization which means it is different rules the government supports the government is there to help subsidize and it will do its part to help the the reality be successful so what i what i think it means for the u.s is our investors are about to go to the bank cut open their money bags and let it rain all over cannabis businesses We already know how crazy Silicon Valley and venture capitalists all around the country went for cryptocurrency, right? We saw how much money poured in in such a fast and a crazy amount of time. Now, with that being said, they're going to make it rain all over the cannabis company. So if I were you and you are a cannabis business owner, I would suggest make sure your books are clean. Everything you do is on the book is precise and is not a risk for a potential investor if you do your business well and your business is doing well and you're doing all the right things then you should see yourself growing rapidly so i am very proud of individuals who took this step forward and took the risk that kind of have the cannabis businesses off the ground because now if canada is successful in their endeavors so will you Hopefully we don't see a crash like the cryptocurrency. I mean, I myself am a Ripple, Bitcoin and Tron, unfortunately, holder. And I felt the wrath of seeing not only the meteoric rise, but the catastrophic fall. So hopefully cannabis does not fall in that same light and it's a little bit better. Right. So U.S. get ready to watch Canada, see how it goes is legalizing the summer and we will see by the winter in a six months time how we will act. Right. Meet up in January, February. We'll see how it goes. One point two three five billion. That's ridiculous. Also, it's also we have to note that uh, it looks like it's going to be pay to play. I mean, it, with all this money going in in such a small amount of time, it's almost like there are conglomerates being formed already. We're seeing acquisitions happen, $100 million acquisitions. We're seeing mergers. We're seeing people become big, big players. And what happens is when you have such big players, it's hard for mom and pop shops, for artisan shops, for specialist shops to really make the sales that they can. We're seeing this issue in California where California's law is a Prop 215, if I might be wrong, is all about an uncapped amount of cannabis you can grow, which means that you're going to have big corporations like the Monsantos, you're going to have big corporations like the Marlboros or other just big money fat cats coming in and growing their cannabis at unprecedented rate, flooding the streets with cannabis that might not be top tier quality, that might have pesticides, that may not be organic, and may have a whole list of issues that comes with having mass production instead of having, you know, attention to details. But we give salutes to Canada. Canada businesses get ready for a crazy 2018. 2018 is a paradigm shift, and I believe we will see even more investments and even more changes in the cannabis industry. Innovation, like the infused deep dish pizza, 
It's happening. And it was almost funny. Like, just last week, we, we uh, predicted the deep dish pizza in Chicago because they have Wolf running for Senate, who is, like, uh, the weed candidate, right? Kid you not, this guy's in his campaign, a joint in hand, smoke all over the place, legs crossed like he's about to star in Netflix new series, House of Joints. This summer, one man smokes his weed on his way to the Senate seat. Coming to a Netflix near you. <laughs> oh, man. So hopefully we see a better form of innovation by dispensaries. Uh, hopefully can Canadians who are not as affluent as some of these hundred million dollar businesses that are taking over are able to play in this space and kind of form their own brands. And we like to see. You know, this trend continues. So that has been Cannabis News Now. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. I had lots of fun. Sorry for the first episode not airing. We said we we're going to air it tonight on Instagram. But, you know, technical issues happens. So we hope you guys have a great night. See you guys on Wednesday. Stay tuned. Stay high, folks. We got some bonus information for you guys. If you're still listening and did not leave a shout out to you, you are the MV truly for the high nation. So UFC Sugar Shane O'Malley lights up a golden blunt at UFC 222 after party. So he put on a weed smoking clinic after his UFC 222 after party. So he's taking down blunt after blunt, including a UFC theme bunt that's in the shape of a glove, has his name, Sugar Shane O'Malley, on it, and he has a brand new strain. So shout out to him, shout out to winning, and shout out for his Sugar Show OG strain. This is a trend that we predicted, and we are going to continue to see more celebrities, more fighters attaching their names to strains. If you're going to be a grower, you're going to take the time out to grow a quality strain, and it's going to be hard to sh shift through the crowded, crowded competition. I challenge you guys, if you're listening, to go on Leafly right now, see how many strains there are, and just scroll through. You can't read all of them, and if you do, I am proud of you. But most people cannot read throughout all those strains. So to stand out and make a name for yourself, why not connect yourself to a famous fighter? Give him some money for licensing. And bada boom, bada bing, you got yourself a famous Sugar Show OG strain. All right, that's it. We promise no false ending. Something like that Dave Chappelle stand-up where he said, all right, that's all I got, folks. And came back and told his OJ story. Our story wasn't as good as his, but... We promise you this is our last goodbye. Stay tuned. Stay high, folks. MVP if you're still listening.